Shalom to all. Today's daf is Nun Gimel. We're starting six lines from the top, still discussing the sugyas of Havdalah. Tan Rabbanan, Nachri Shedlik Misrovi, Sal Shedlik Minachri. A Gentile that lit a candle from a Jew, or a Jew that lit from a Gentile. And Maitre Shabbos, Mevarchan Olav, you're allowed to make a bracha on that second candle. Nachri Minachri, a Gentile lit from another one, and Mevarchan Olav, you're not allowed to make a bracha on that. Ask the Gemara, Maishna, Nachri Minachri, Delay. That when one Gentile lit from another, you're not allowed to make a bracha on that Mishum Deloy Shabbos because that candle, the original one, didn't rest on Shabbos. It did Isr Malacha, Yahachi Yisrael Minachri Nami. Even when a Jew lights from a Gentile, there should also be a problem. Holy Shabbos, the original candle didn't rest. And asks, suggests the Gemara an answer. Vechitim, if you're going to say, Hachi Yisrael Azalei, Vahachrinahu, that the original Isser now has disappeared. This is a brand new candle that was born again in the hand of the Jews, so therefore you're allowed to make a bracha on it. That can't be, because A person brings a flame from Rosh Hashanah into Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos. Chayv, he's chayv. Ask the Gemara, my chayv, why would he be chayv? That which he picked up, he didn't put down. That which he put down, he didn't pick up because the flame continued burning, so it's a brand new flame. So obviously we don't go with that logic. And we're going to say that the flame he picked up in his house is the same flame that he put down. So therefore, just because a Jew lit a candle from a Gentile, that doesn't mean all of a sudden the Isser of the candle of the Gentile disappeared. Says the Gemara El-Oilam, it must be the Isser Nami Issei, that the Isser of the candle of the non-Jew still is in existence. But when I'm making a bracha on the Jew's candle, it's It's on now the addition of Heter candle that I'm making a bracha on. So the Gemara says, If that's so, even if a a Gentile lights from another Gentile, I should be allowed to make a bracha on the second Gentile's candle, says the Gemara, Enechanami, you're right. Really, you should be allowed to make a bracha on the second Gentile's candle. But Gezerah, we make a Gezerah, Mishum Nachir Rishain, because maybe you're going to end up making a bracha on the first Gentile's candle, the Amud Rishain, and the first pillar of flame on Motzei Shabbos, right when it becomes Motzei Shabbos. So that pillar of flame is still an Isser candle, because that flame was still existence from Shabbos. And therefore, we say, don't light a candle from a non-Jew on Matzah Shabbos if that's the original candle or if it was another Gentile that lit from another one. However, if a Jew lit from a Gentile, then it's okay. Continues the Gemara. A person's going outside the city. or And he sees a light. If the majority of the city is Gentiles, he's not make a brach on him. If the majority is Jews, he's not make a brach on it. Ask the Gemara, you just contradicted yourself. Amrit, you said, if it's majority Gentiles, no making a bracha. The implication is if it's 50-50, Mevarech, you could make a bracha. Then you said, if it's majority Jews, the implication is that if it's 50-50, that you're not allowed to make a bracha. So the Gemara answers, even if it's 50-50, you're allowed to make a bracha on that flame. Since we mentioned in the beginning of this memra, Rav Nachrim, that majority is Gentiles, where there's an Isser, Tana Seifa, Rav Yisrael, and the Seifa we said, if there's majority Jews, so then there's a Heter, but really, even if it's 50-50 Jews, then you're allowed to make a bracha on that candle. A person's going outside the city, and he sees a child, and he's holding a flame. You should check after him. In Yisrael, if he's a Jew, who mevarech you can make a bracha on him? Nachrihu if he's a non-Jew, and mevarech and I'll make a bracha on the candle. Ask the Gemara, my iriyatinik. Why are we say, talking about a child? I feel a gadol nami. Even if you just see a regular person, an older person, a gadol holding a flame. 
So Amrav Yehudi, Amrav, Hacha Basamchus Shkiasachamas Kinon. We're talking about it's close to Shkiasachamah, but it's still Shabbos. Gadol, if it's a Gadol holding the candle, Mucha Milsa, it's clear. Davadinachriu, for sure, he's a non-Jew because what's he doing holding a candle on Shabbos? Tinoik. But if it's a child, Amr Yisrael, who you could say, oh, it's a Jewish child. But that happens to be, he just took a flame from his house on Shabbos, but that's a type of candle that I am allowed to make a bracha on because it's a Jewish flame and not a non-Jewish flame. Important for the next Gemaras, we only make a bracha on a flame, Matzah Shabbos, if that flame was lit in order to provide illumination. But if it was lit for some sort of other purpose, then we do not make a bracha on it. Says the Gemara, Tan Rabbanon, Ha'imahal HaChotzlakrach, a person's going outside the city of Ra'or, and he sees a fire. Im ave Kefiyah Kivshon, if it's thick and bright, like the fire coming out of a furnace, Mavarachal, if he can make a bracha on it. Vimlav in Mavarach, if not, he cannot make a bracha on it. Why not? Because when we would burn fire in a furnace in order to fire the furnace up so that was such a strong bright light that not only was it meant to heat the furnace but it was also meant to provide illumination so if i see a strong light like that obviously it's meant to provide illumination if it's not as strong as that it wasn't for illumination says the gemara tani chad we have one brass arshal kivshan the fire from a furnace mavarchanal if you could make a bracha on it tani idach ain mavarchanal if no making a bracha on fire from a furnace gemara says like kasha it's not a problem when you fire up the furnace in the beginning so that's only meant for heating up the furnace but when you're at the end of firing up the furnace you add more wood and that's not only to heat the furnace, but it's also to provide light, so then you can make a brach on it. Tani chada or shal tanur is that the light of an oven, shal kirayim, or a type of oven called a kira. Mevarchanov, you could make a brach of a tani idach, ain mevarchanov. Loi kasha, that's also not a problem. Habatchil al besayf, one's the beginning, that's only meant for heating up the oven. Hal besayf is when it's meant for heating up the oven, but you also light little sticks inside in order to provide light. Tani chada or shal besayf, knesset, shal besayf, medrash, light in shul or in besayf, medrash, mevarchanov, you can make a brach of a tani idach, ain mevarchanov. No making bracha. Loikash, it's not a problem. One is where there's an important person there. So the only reason why we have this light is just to show him that he's a very honorable person, but not meant to provide light. When there's no one important there, so then obviously all the light here is meant to illuminate and you can make a bracha on it. Some say, is that there's an important person. Here where there's a shamish that lives there, so he needs light for his own personal needs. So you can make a bracha on that. Is when there's no chaz in there, there's no shamish there, so then no one needs the light for their personal needs, and there's an important person there, as we had said, therefore you don't make a brach on the light. Is that there is a shamish that lives there. One is where there's a moon. The moon is providing light, so I don't need the candles to provide light. Where there's no moon, so I need the candles to provide light, so I can make a brach on those candles. People are sitting in the Basimajish learning on Matzah Shabbos. They, they brought a candle in front of them. Everyone makes their own bracha. He says, One person makes a bracha for everyone. The Pasuk says, With the multitudes of people is the glory of the king. The more people together, the more chashivas to Hashem. Basil explains his reason. What's Basimajish's reasoning? Kasavri, he holds, Mipnei Bittol Basimajish. When want to be mavato people from learning, everyone's going to have to stop and listen to the bracha being made. You're going to stop your learning. Therefore, don't stop your learning, learning and make a bracha when you're able to. We have a similar idea. When a person sneezed, they wouldn't say marpe or to your health. 
because it built a base medjish, they would say marpe or they would say asusa, which is the same thing as tsugezunt or labriut or something like that when someone sneezes. Don't do that in base medjish. You don't want to be mavatal people. No making a bracha on ne'er b'sam of mesim. My time, why not? Ne'er l'kavod huda avida. Because when you light a candle for a deceased person that's just meant to show honor to them and it's not meant to provide light. And b'samim is only l'avure rechahu da avidi. It's only to take away the bad smell of the decaying body, but it's not meant to provide a positive smell. Amrav Yehuda Amrav. Kol shemitzin l'fanav b'yayim uvalayla. If they have a deceased person and this person's chashav enough that they would light a candle for him during the day as well as night, so then you're not going to make a bracha on that because that's not meant to provide light. It's only because he's a chashav person. If they would only light a candle for him at night, obviously that's meant to provide light. So you can make a bracha on that candle. Finicky people that bring spices with them into the bathroom in order to take away the bad smell. And the oils that they bring at the end of the meal to clean your hands with, if you don't make a bracha on that because it's not meant for smell, it's just meant to take away a bad smell, but not to provide a positive smell. If it's not meant for 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 a pleasant smell, you don't make a bracha on it. A person walks into a spice shop, and he smells the delicious smell. Even if he's sitting there the entire day, he only makes one bracha. He comes in and out, then every time he goes in, he's got to make a new bracha. So we see, says the Gemara, the person that owns the spice shop, he's not there to provide smells, he's just trying to sell spices. The and you're supposed to, still supposed to make a bracha. So even though it's not meant for smell, you still make a bracha, says the Gemara in Lerecha Namihu Davida. It actually is there also for smell. So that people should smell it, Vinesu, and come, Vinizben Mine, and buy from him. You walk past a spice shop in Shuk Machani Yehuda, it smells so delicious. He wants it to smell good because he wants you to buy spices. That's why you'd make a bracha on a spice shop. A person's going outside the city and he smells a delicious smell. The majority of the city is idol worshippers. No making a bracha because it's probably for idol worship. And Rev Yisrael, if it's a majority of Jews, you would make a bracha. Even if the majority is Jews, you don't make a bracha. Why? Because the Jewish daughters would burn incense in order to ward off evil spirits. So you're not going to make a bracha on that. Ask the Gemara, Atukul, Akshaf, and Makatran. Everyone does this for this sort of sorcery? It can't be. So the Gemara says, no, you're right. Havale Miyutal Akshafim. A minority does this for the Akshafim, for the sorcery. Umiyuta Nami Lagamar Sakalim. And a minority also burns spices in order to provide a pleasant smell to their clothing. Ishtaka Chruba. Now we have a Rive. The majority is the Lav Larecha Avid. It's not meant for smell. The Chruba, the Lav Larecha Avid. And if the majority is not meant for smell, Laimavarch, you're not going to make a bracha. It's just meant to infuse the smell for something else, or it's for sorcery. Therefore, you're not gonna make a bracha on it. Erev Shabbos, a person's walking through Tiveria. Matzah Shabbos is walking through Tiveria. And he smells a delicious smell. He doesn't make a bracha on them. The chazaka is, it's only meant to provide a pleasant smell for their clothing. This was a known practice that they had in Tiveria. And Erev Shabbos, Tiveria, Matzah Shabbos. Tan Rabbanan, Hayim Halach B'Shuk, Shal Akam, person's going through a marketplace of idol worshippers. Nisratze L'Hareach, if he decides in his mind, I really want to enjoy the smells here, Hareza Chayte, he's a sinner because he's having intent to be, have a pleasant, positive smell from idol worship, which is not okay. 
Nun Gimel, based on the top, continues the Mishnah regarding that you have to make a bracha on a candle only once you have benefit from its light. Says the Gemara, It's not that you actually have to have benefit from it. If you were standing near the light, using its light, so even though you're far away from it now, you can still make a bracha on it. If a person has a candle hiding in his lap, or it's in a lantern, so you can't see it, he sees a flame, but he's not using its light. You're using the light of the flame, but you don't see the flame. You don't make a bracha until you see the flame, and benefit from its light. Now, I understand I can use the light, and not see the flame. This happens the time of Bekaren Zavis, where the flame is around the corner from me, so it's still providing me light, but I can't see the flame. If I see the flame, but I'm not using its light, what's that case? It's not that it's far away from me, and I, so I see I'm not allowed to make a bracha on it till I actually benefit from its light. The Gemara says, is that the light is slowly dimming, and that's why I can't make a bracha on it. I see the flame, but I'm not benefiting from its light. But if it's far away from me, and I could see it, and I potentially could benefit from its light, it's okay, and I can make a bracha on it, according to Rav Yehuda. Glowing coals, you make a bracha on them. But if they're dimming, no making a bracha. Water glowing coals, if I put a little wood chip into them, and it light up on its own, it's hot enough and a strong enough flame that I can make a bracha on. Do I spell it with an aleph or with an ayin? We have a pasuk. The cedars have not dimmed him in the garden of God. So we see this word amamuhu is spelled with an I in it, not with an aleph. Rava Amar, Rava says, commenting on Rav Yehuda's opinion, you actually have to have benefit from the light. Again, you don't have to have benefit from the light, but you have to be close enough that you can have benefit from the light. Vikama, how close do you have to be? Amar Ula Ula says, so that you can differentiate between two different coins in Isra and Apundyan. So you can differentiate between a melusma, which is a type of weight in Tiveria, and the same type of weight that came from Tsipairi. Rav Yehuda, he would he would make a bracha on Adadaila's candle, which was very far away from him, but he was able to see it, and if he was there, he would have been able to have benefit. But Rava was Mavarachad Bey Guria Barchama, he would make a bracha on Guria Barchama's candle, which was very close to him, and this is again Rava and Rav Yehuda, according to their own opinions, whether or not you're allowed to be far or you have to be close. Abaye, he would make a bracha ad Bey Bar Avua's candle. Am Rav Yehuda Marav, you don't have to go looking for fire the same way that you have to go looking for other mitzvahs because making a bracha on fire Matzah Shabbos is not a chiyuv, it's just a praise of Hashem that He created fire Matzah Shabbos. Amr Abzer Abzer says, I used to go looking for a candle Matzah Shabbos. Since I heard Rav Yehuda Marav's din, I don't go looking for a candle Matzah Shabbos. If it comes to me by itself, someone brings me a candle, then I will make a bracha on it, Matzah Shabbos. Now we had a Machlekes Peshabes Hill in the Mishnah, when if a person forgot to bench, do they have to go back to the original place? The Gemara continues in the middle of the wide lines. Their whole argument is when you forgot to bench, do you have to go back or not? If you didn't bench on purpose and then you left, everyone agrees you have to go back to your original place and bench. The Gemara says, Pshita, that's self-understood. It says you forgot in the Mishnah. So we say, Maybe their same din applies even when you did it on purpose. 
And the only reason why it says that you forgot in the Mishnah, to show you how strong Beishamai's opinion is, is that even when you forgot, you still have to go back. Kamash Mon is that no, the Romach is only by Shachach, but not by Mezid. The Gemara says, Tanya, we have a bride. So, Amrlam Bishil Bisham, Bishil told Bisham, according to you, you always have to go back. Misha Achel, Baresh Habira, a person that ate at the top of the mansion, Vishachach, and he forgot the bench, Vyard, and he went all the way down to the bottom. Vloy Birach, and he didn't make a bracha. Yachsel Rosh Habira, Vyvarch, you have to go all the way back to the top and make a bracha? That's not, that doesn't make sense. Amrlam Bisham, Bishil Bisham, tells them, according to you, Misha Shachach, Arnki, Baresh Habira, you forgot your wallet all the way at the top of the mansion. Loyalva Yitlana, you're not going to go back up and get it? Of course you will. So, Lakavit Atzmai, who Ayla, if you're going to go all the way back to the top for your own benefit, for your own honor, to bless Hashem, you're not going to go back up? Okay, that was our conversation. A story about this. There was two Talmidim. One person, one did like, one did Bishagig, like Beishamai, which means he forgot to bench, it was by mistake, and he went back and he was machmer like Beishamai, Bishtakach Arnaka Dava, and he found a wallet full of gold coins. Vichad Ovid, Bemezid Kibesil, one person did like Beishil, mistakenly, Bemezid, meaning mistakenly, meaning he didn't bench on purpose, and he made a mistake and thought that. Base Hill holds that even if you didn't bench on purpose, you don't have to go back. And a lion ate him. Ooh. Rabbi Khan was going along with a caravan of people. He ate Ishtli, he forgot and he didn't make a bracha, and they carried on their way. Omar, he said to himself, Hey, Chiyavid, what should I do? I told him I forgot to make a bracha, a, a brich samaz, and Amrili, they're just going to tell me, Brich, make a bracha here where we are. Wherever you make a bracha, you're blessing Hashem. It doesn't make a difference. You don't have to go back. So Mutav, it's better that I tell them, I forgot a golden dove. Amar Lohi, he told them, Antri please wait for me, Da I forgot my golden dove in our original place. Azal, he went, Baruch, he made a bracha, Vashka and he found the golden dove. Umaishna Yaina, so why is it that he mentioned a dove? The misli kenes Yisrael yaina. That's because we're compared. Jews are compared to a dove. The chesivet says kanfe yaina nechba bakesef that the wings of a dove are covered in silver. Veveroseh birakachartz and it's everoseha with gilded gold. Now my yaina, the same way that a dove is ainan itzelis, it saves itself el bichnafel only with its wings. It either flies away or it fights using its wings, not its beak, like most birds. Af Yisrael tot so to yidin ainan itzelin el b'mitzvus. We are saved with all of our mitzvahs, which is like our wings. We had said in the Mishnah that you're only allowed a bench as long as the food wasn't digested. The Gemara in the middle of the wide lines, a little bit below halfway, says, Kamashir equal. What is the shear of digestion? Amrav Yechonon calls Manche in a as long as he's not hungry from his meal. He's still thirsty from his previous meal. has something to do with being thirsty. Kamashir equal. What's the shear of digestion? The amount of time it takes to walk four mil. The Gemara says, When you're eating a lot, that has to do with the four mil. When you're eating a little bit, so then the shear of digestion is only as long as you're still thirsty from your previous meal. The Mishnah had told us that if I heard the end of a Kusi's bracha, I'm not allowed to answer Amen, but if I heard the end of a Jew's bracha, I'm allowed to answer Amen. The Gemara says, That means that 
by a Jew, even if you didn't hear the whole bracha, you're still allowed to answer Amen. Ask the Gemara, V'chilai Shama, if you didn't hear the whole bracha, Hechinafek, how could you be Yotze his bracha? Right now, we're in a stage of understanding that being Yotze his bracha, and if I didn't hear the whole thing, how could I be Yotze with it? Amar Barav, no, B'shalai Chalimayim. It's talking about whether you're not eating with him, and you just want to answer Amen to his bracha. You're not eating with him, you're not being Yotze with his bracha, you just want to answer Amen to it, you're allowed to answer Amen, even though you only heard the second half of the bracha. My son, grab and make the bracha yourself. Grab and make the bracha. To teach us, that making the bracha is better than answering amen to it. That it's greater to answer amen than to be the one to make the bracha. And by heavens, this is so. It's better to answer amen. And he brings a cute little mashal. The common soldiers go down. They engage everyone in war. And then the greats, they come in. And they're victorious. So we see that the people that come at the end of the battle and they seal off the battle, they're the ones that are given the championship. So if you answer Amen, you seal off the bracha, so then you're the one that gets the credit for the bracha. And then the Gemara says, Tanai, he relates to Machlaikas Tanayim, Detanya, we have a brisa, Echra Mavarach, Vechra Oina Amen, Bemashma. Whether you're making the bracha or you're answering Amen, you're both implied in the Pasuk. The Pasuk tells us, Kumu Barchu as Hashem, rise up and bless Hashem. And then it says, Vivarchu Shem Kvaidecha, and let them bless your honored name. Two times blessing is said in the Pasuk. One's referring to the one making the bracha, one's referring to answering the bracha. However, continues the brisa, El Hashem Marim, Lemavarach, Amen. However, they hurry. This is referring to the Malachim and Shemayim. Hurry to the one that makes the bracha quicker than to the one that answered Amen, meaning they hurry to his bracha to give him schar more than the one that answered Amen. So here we have a Brasa saying the opposite, that it's better to make the bracha than it is to answer Amen. Says the Gemara, Are you allowed to answer Amen after a child's bracha? You're allowed to answer Amen after everyone's bracha. Except for children's bracha. They're just learning how to make brachas. So they're not actually making a real bracha. Says the Gemara, That's only if they're not making the haftarah. If they're making the brachas and haftarah, you could answer Amen, because we know that a katan is allowed to say the brachas and haftarah and read the haftarah, so therefore they are making the brachas to be motzi everyone, so you are allowed to answer Amen to the bracha of the haftarah of a katan. In the last stretch, in the eighth parak, pay attention to the names of the Amirayim of the following Gemaras. Tan Rabbanan, Shemen Ma'akavis Habracha. If you usually clean your hands with oil, that's going to prevent you from making a Brech Samazin until you clean your hands with that oil. Divi Reb Zilai. This is what Reb Zilai says. Reb Zivai Oimer, Eina Ma'akav, it doesn't hold back the Bracha. Reb Yacha Oimer, Shemen Toif Ma'akav. If you usually use good fragrant oil, that's going to prevent you from making Brech Samazin until you actually use the oil. And Reb Zuhamai Oimer, just like a kayan that has a foul smell is not allowed to do a vayna so too foul smelling hands are psulas lebracha you're not allowed to make a brikas amazin until you clean them with this oil and Amr of Nachum Bar Yitzchak of Nachum Yitzchak says I know I I don't know the opinions of any of these aforementioned amoyraim zilai zivai or zayamai I know ela masnisu yadano I know a brisa the Amr of Yehuda Marav v'amilav masnisatana v'iskadashtem the pasuk says and you shall sanctify them. Elumaim Rishonim, let's talk about washing your hands before you eat bread. Vahisim Kedoshim, and you should be holy. Elumaim Achonim, let's talk about washing my Achonim. Ki Kadosh Zashemin, let's talk about using oil to clean your hands before benching so it can provide a good smell. 
Ani Hashem Oikeichem, Am Hashem Yirgad, Zubracha, this is talking about making a bracha of Berch Samazin. Hajan Alach Eilu Dvarim, we should be zeichet to finish brachas together. We start the ninth parak of brachas tomorrow. Everyone should have a wonderful, fantastic day.